All right, here we go. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Burkworthy Reviews podcast. My name is Jonathan Burkhead, and I'm very happy to announce this is the first episode of Burkworthy Friends Corner. How do you guys feel being here? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) All right, fuck, yeah, good. All right, so uh, this gives me an opportunity to interview bands and other musical acts, regardless if they're awesome or dirty motherfuckers. I mean, there's no judgment here, okay, guys? You know, know, I'm not not a regular mom, I'm a cool mom, okay? Anyway... So our launch episode welcomes two members and the producer of the band Nautilus, based in L.A. After seven years of experimenting and tumultuousness, this band's album Chronemics is available. How do you pronounce it? Chronemics. Whatever. Chronemics? Potato, potato. It's actually, we've renamed it Potato, Potato. <laughs> Good job. All right. So with all that said, I was going to introduce you guys real quick. Okay. First off, we got Lee Gentile on guitar. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking, my friend. Thank you for asking. And now, Lee, you know, I just kind of like to ask just an arbitrary question here. Uh, when was the last time you had some good ceviche? Ceviche? Yeah. You know, like really delicious. Oh, dude. Um, the best ceviche... First of all, like, I mean, I had ceviche in Mexico when I went, but my God, that shit not do me good. It's a roulette roulette game. Probably like years, dude. Two or three years. Oh, we got to change that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always down to have some ceviche. Yeah, seriously. It's like, who who wouldn't be? I mean, honest to God. Yeah, it's 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 some good shit. All right. Well, also, we got Evan Reed Wood on contrabass guitar. How are you doing, sir? Hello. I am well. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. And now, just for the, us lay people, can you just explain to us what the contrabass guitar does? Um, well, uh, that's uh, a fancy, fancy term for for bass, which you might be familiar with. It it just has more strings. So, um, yeah, I'm just basically rhythm section, but I have I have the uh, super bottom end bass that you can barely hear and then a little tiny tinny string that serves almost no purpose but it's there anyway and i like it all about that bass uh-huh sponsored by warwick <laughs> <laughs> hey mine's an ibanez god damn it <laughs> and of course evan my random question for you is if you had the choice to exclude a marshmallow from the lucky charm cereal which one's gotta go um uh, I I'm not sure. They keep on adding them, so I think whichever ones are, are newest can just go because they're all marshmallows and they taste the same. It was like hearts, stars, horseshoes, clovers, blue moons, pots of gold, rainbows, oh red my balloons. God, Evan, how do you yeah. remember all those? Because it was drilled into my head as a child. Like a, an actual like, mantra. That was, like, it was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I just was didn't the sing the stupid the melody rainbows? over it. Rainbows? Yep, and you didn't even do it. I was like, things like, you know, you got to be a little more Irish on it. I honestly, Sinead that shit, man. I, Sinead I, that shit. I, I, I don't feel like that's that's respectful to the Irish people, so I will I will refrain <laughs> from imitating Irish people on this podcast. All right, good deal. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. All right. And oh, last shooting not stars. Least, yeah. Ah, the, yeah, fuck that, that one. one. That was the, that that's was new the one. fifth Beatle. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's a new one. Wait, was it, wasn't the fifth Beatle George Martin? He was actually like, no, no, shooting stars. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was definitely shooting stars. Well, then fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. That was Yoko Ono's male name. Have you ever heard Yoko Ono's uh, solo shit? It's like, it's really, really bizarre and 
and it's great it's yes. crazy it's it's honestly like a, it's yo i did start reading some of her fucking poetry recently though <laughs> check out her uh, poetry book grapefruit Pretty fucking I, I, I actually, dude, might. if it made John Lennon get off, <laughs> I mean, yo, like they, they're just on on some next level shit. Sounds, There's sounds a good. Reason he had took all those weird pictures with her, man. She, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. I'm just telling you, read some grapefruit. Read some grapefruit. I, I might, I might. All right. So, in, last but not least, we got our producer, recorder, and mixer here, Mr. Noah Dresner. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm not good. I'm not <laughs> I'm, good. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing very well. Thank you, my friend. Very well. Very well. Thank you. Now, uh, Noah, there's one thing that, you know, I definitely have to ask you. When it comes to silent horror villains, which one of these is the most compelling? Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees? Um, can I say neither? Of course. Uh, it's, uh, for me, it's definitely gotta be, uh, oh, crap. Why am I forgetting his name? Silent Horror? Yeah, it's Silent Horror, but it's, uh, wow. Now I sound like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I swear it's my favorite. I swear. Well, which one sucked the least? Uh, uh, man. Second favorite. How, how, okay, (laughs) no, my, uh, oh, Nosferatu, that's, that's it. Nosferatu is the best silent horror. (laughs) You've forgotten Nosferatu? Damn, man. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Not all of us can just sit in our cushy corporate jobs. (laughs) Type on our fancy ergonomic keyboards. <laughs> Remember all these fucking trivia facts. <laughs> Some of us are sitting on our hands and knees, scraping the bottom of the barrel of society, trying to make enough bread to stay afloat. <laughs> Does more bread help you float? Yeah, yeah. See, if you had known anything you besides, the besides your bourgeoisie fucking ivory tower that you sit on top of you'd know you'd know how hard it is to float and how much yeast helps you on there yes please more beer he's, he's, well, not, he's not doing good man he's not doing good well now I'm just going to basically now I'm just going to you know refer to Nosferatu as living in a mundane society so that's awesome so, yeah we're <laughs> That's right. that's what he would have wanted if he was here right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm certain he would. I'm, I'm very certain he would. Especially like you know, we're, in fact, I, I see this silhouette. I see this little shadow, you know, going up and down my wall right now. So this is great, fantastic. Thanks for summoning him. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yes, he's, he's a great cuddler. <laughs> he is. I, I miss I miss those nights. I really do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming on. So uh, I just want to kind of get into a little bit of chronemics because now I know how to pronounce it. So thank you very much for educating me on that. Um, could you guys just give me just just a little basic background on how Nautilus began? Um. Yeah. I mean, I can. I kind of came up with the idea in like a while ago. I think 2012 ish. Um, while I was going snowboarding in Mammoth, and I was staying with my buddy. 
And um, yeah, I just like up until this point, like, I, you know, I played in a bunch of bands in high school and stuff and none of them ever like really became anything or did anything. And I was like, fuck, well, I mean, what? I'm like 22 years old and I want to start like writing music that is my own and actually like doing something with it or like at least making something really cool. And so, uh, yeah, I wanted to do something that sort of sounded like noise rock and was like, you know, aggressive. And I was listening to a lot of, like Drive Like Jehu and shit. And I wanted to do something that's sort of like Drive Like Jehu or like Converge or Coalesce or something like that. And yeah, so uh, I was like, fuck, let's do that. I wrote a song on an acoustic guitar, which was actually the first song on the album, uh, Dissolve. I came up with that intro riff, like not the fucking first part, but like that first like chorusy section. I wrote that on acoustic guitar while I was in this cabin in Mammoth and then hit up Evan when I came back. So I'm like, yo, Evan would dig this shit and he's a rad bassist. So <laughs> well, thank you. Hit up Evan and like, yeah, let's jam. And yeah, it kind of just evolved from there. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Hey. And uh, so just, you know, you did, you did mention, you know, some of the people who did, did inspire you, uh, like, you know, to, you know, record this project, but, uh, uh, could you just like kind of just go just into a little more detail about kind of like what specific styles that you really do cover on this album? Uh, <laughs> we kind of cover a lot, Many. honestly, and not intentionally necessarily, but just because I think um, as we started jamming more and more, we were kind of like, hey, like, let's just like have like total freedom with this project and let's just you know, uh, be able to just play what we want. Just we all like a lo- big variety of music, so yeah. Um, but I think the original intention with this project was um, to be like Drive Like Jehu and stuff like that, because they're like one of my favorite bands. And, uh, you know, kind of just like this chaotic, like aggressive, like, I guess you could call it post hardcore, but whatever. Um, and just like do something that was sort of like that and have like kind of an angry, pissed off, like high energy band. And uh, so the first couple songs that we end up writing were kind of with, you know, I guess that as like a, that in mind as like, where we wanted to be headed but as we started jamming and as like nick and brajesh kind of came into the fold you know we started um i guess we just kind of mellowed out and like just some of the ideas that we were bringing to the table were just more like you know ended up sort of just being more mellow and so yeah so i guess at that point you know we were listening to stuff like i was personally i was listening to like a bunch of ko dot and like you know always american football and like most serene republic and stuff like that it's kind of like more like mellow um i guess you can call it progressive indie and yeah and then i guess that kind of just inadvertently seeped in to what we were doing yeah it kind of became more of a mellow project at that point (laughs) and so like with all that you know because you you did have a lot of people involved on this project uh was there a lot was there a lot more compromise on it or a lot more collaboration like did you did you like really kind of run into some you know creative differences in the process or oh man i would i I would say absolutely not dude like i mean honestly that was one of the the beautiful things about this project is that like it was all it was very collaborative and i I would say like um you know you'd have to ask evan and nick and brajesh but i think we'd all agree that it was pretty collaborative (laughs) and uh (laughs) What do you think, Evan? Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it, it was all kind of like a one then the other sort of thing. I mean, you know, you you pretty much wrote the you know the vast majority of the of the songs on the album, and it was more of just kind of an arranging job at that point. You know, you 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 throw something underneath, and uh, if it works, cool. If not, cool. If you think it works and then in in the studio when recording it, it doesn't sound that cool then then that's cool too uh <laughs> we you know we 
so yeah no it was just kind of uh it was just sort of you know building these things into into what was there to begin with so i mean you know it yeah you know, i added a couple of things here and there so did everybody but it was it was mostly just kind of you know um just kind of filling out what was already there and it it was it was just like a super easy laid back process it's like it's there it's good let's just keep on rolling with it (laughs) yeah no it it it, it, it turned out really really awesome like it you know it's definitely you know kind of crazy and i i like that so it was uh, it was cool to be a part of it (laughs) that's nice that you know that the press process was like equally good along with the creativity so that's always a good thing yeah Yeah, there was no clashing for like creative differences at all we all kind of were enjoying just like making some stuff that was just you know sporadic and and fun and it was fun to play too honestly you know we all kind of we all gelled really well together musically so that's what made it kind of the writing and performing process was very painless and so along with the writing, so I kind of want to just dive into the lyrics here a little bit. Uh, was there kind of just a core concept or a theme to the lyrics or was it just kind of sporadic as well? Nah, I mean, honestly, dude, like the whole thing with this project was just like kind of just what we were feeling in the moment. And so a lot of the lyrics like were just based on on different things. Like, I mean, we covered or at least when I was writing them, I kind of covered like just a variety of different things I was feeling. I mean, you know, depending on the mood of the song, depending on, you know, kind of the blueprint i had in my head of what i wanted it to be you know that was the thing there wasn't really there wasn't like trying to be like a concept album per se you know yeah and so but one thing you know just kind of i found a little interesting about the composition i don't know if it was intentional or not uh but Mm -hmm. like the first two songs on the on the album uh the they feature the vocals of sean white which are very harsh and they're kind of a little more thrash and then uh there's an instrumental piece that follows those two tracks and then what follows that are two more songs uh, with Will Woodland's voice. And he's kind of a little more ambient and mel- melodic, like has more ambient and melodic vocals. And was there was there a reason to, you know, just like lump those two songs together, then have the instrumental uh, piece, then have uh, the two more melodic songs after that? Like, was there kind of like, you know, is, is, is there is there some sort of like, you know, map Mm-hmm. Uh, to that that composition right there actually i would say yes uh not intentionally though you know those songs are literally in the order that we wrote them but um but it in a way i think i kind of wanted that you know subconsciously because i was like hey i want this album to kind of show like a progression of where we were going you know rather than like oh let's try and like you know mix everything up and like you know it just keep it really like you know all over the place but I think this way it kind of starts out aggressive and then it mellows out towards the end. So I kind of wanted it to show how we were progressing as a band and just kind of like, you know, what our dynamic became over the years of writing that stuff. And I think it honestly flows pretty naturally, actually, in that regard. It's bitter in the start. It's sweeter in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like many things. Yes. <laughs> we we hope so at least. Not all the time unfortunately. Sometimes it's just like warheads. <laughs> it really is. Yes, um, this band is like warheads. I think I think that sums it up. <laughs> oh god. Seven years of this I could imagine, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> True. Very sweet now though. Oh yeah. All right, so I've got a question for each of you individually on this. So I want to kind of know if there are any standout tracks uh, for each of you. And also, if you just want to kind of just, you know, blab on about two albums that you absolutely love, please do. So let's start with Lee. Oh, man. 
Uh, yeah, don't get me started on albums that I love, so I'll go forever. Uh, but are you talking about the album first, like songs that we like on Christmas? Yeah. Is there are there is there like one song that you know you're like you know either your absolute favorite or you find the most significant or is there just like a couple of it's, songs that it's a tough call, man. Honestly, like there are there are things I like about every song and things I dislike about every song. Um, I would say for me, I really like fading out just because that song I like the way that it kind of flows on the verse and the chorus especially and like I don't know and yeah that song is a personal song but um but I like that one but I also like dissolve too quite a bit because there's just like this kind of intensity to that one that I think translated really well but honestly dude there are things I like and dislike about all of them so yeah but I'd say those maybe my two all right uh as far as albums that mean a lot to me like a like completely different regard don't um, get him started. Yeah, don't get me started. We're gonna be here all night. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm just I'm gonna go with just like two right now, and these are just like two core ones. The first one is um, "What's the Story, Morning Glory" by Oasis. The uh, second is "Circus" by Britney Spears. <laughs> Nailed it. That's yeah. Second is "Circus" by Britney Spears. Uh, I mean, honestly, she changed the game. She did. She changed the game because she changed her name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So my second one, actually, that I listened to today, was um, "Siamese Dream" by Smashing Pumpkins. Excellent album. Right? I would say those two are probably the two biggest benchmark albums in my life. Yeah, I was listening to Manny's two days ago. So yeah, I was just like, you know, still my favorite pumpkin song. That song is still a masterpiece. It really is seriously. I mean, like you know, granted, I do like the singles from it. I think you know, uh, especially today and disarm. I do love those songs, but you know, yeah, same songs. You gotta gotta get gotta get some mayonnaise on there. Honestly, put some mayonnaise on it. <laughs> Slather some mayonnaise on it. Yeah, yeah. No, that song's amazing though. So yeah, those are I think are my two favorites. And yeah, I mean, I'll, without talking anybody else's ear off. Uh, yeah, we you can we can talk about more about that later if you want. All right, sounds good. All right, Evan, how about you, my friend? Um, I well, I like the heavier stuff a little bit more. So, <laughs> I yeah, you know, d- d- dissolve and and false flag are uh, are de- we're definitely super super fun to play. But I I, I really like kind of playing playing all of it. I you know by my tastes kind of go all over the place so into a bit more you know progressive or whatever the case may be you know but uh but yeah no the 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 first two you know were the earliest on they were you know definitely that particular you know that particular vibe the kind of more aggressive uh sort of sound so i don't know just like i i guess uh uh, sentimentality plus heaviness <laughs> makes those the two favorites um uh yeah no all 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 of the all those songs were really kind of you know fun you know fun to play and you know really kind of engaging trying to figure out you know what to put underneath all of that and uh it ended up being really you know really amazing all the way through word fuck yeah all right mr noah um Wow, I think we all pretty much like have the same answer. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think the first track personally was like my favorite. I mean, first of all, just because I like came into this music obviously a lot later on, after it had already been written, and then uh, once we had done all the tracking for it and gotten like some basic mixing on it, it kind of hit me like how heavy that song is, and 
how it's kind of uh, it really stays true to like its roots in that kind of like proto punk like hardcore kind of sound and still has the flexibility to like break off into those really pretty like slowed down jazzy sections i just thought it was like a really good uh a really good refreshing piece you know and i think just in general what i really like about chronemix is that uh it's written the way that i really value a lot of modern albums in which it's not just a bunch of singles slapped together or just like a collection of songs like it's a complete work and not only that but the pieces are written more like in a in a compositional style than they are like a traditional like verse chorus verse kind of thing and it just makes things a little deeper for me and a little bit more um, a little bit more special, really, because I don't always see what's coming. And I mean, I've listened to those songs like hundreds and hundreds of times. And We've all worn them out so hard. Yeah, but I still like that's the thing about it. That's why I know it's like a really that's why I'm really proud of it. And that's why it's like a really, you know, I'm, I'm really proud to have my name on it just because it's a really well written piece of music that has a, a, an actual message. Thank you, and man. I think a message that can be communicated <laughs> without just using words, which is special. There's not a lot of music out there that really does that. Um, and other than that, I mean, another, like two albums that I'm really into, cause I, I just like, I just basically like imbibe and vomit music constantly. So I, I have tons of favorite albums, but two that I'm particularly into right now, um, one of them is, um, uh, the new Punch Brothers album, which is uh, that was amazing. Yeah, I can't remember if it's just I think it's just called Ahoy, but that's kind of a similar thing. Like I've always kind of equated Nautilus and Punch Brothers because Punch Brothers also writes really compositionally and also has really like what's that one al- uh, song on that album? Tropical Bird or something? What, what's that? Album? Jungle Bird. Jungle Bird. Yeah. Jungle Bird's a super what not a fucking good song. Yeah. Um, yeah, Punch Brothers is just, like, amazing. They're fantastic. And then um, there's an album that came out, like, this morning that I was really, really vibing on, which was um, Origins by um, Jordan Riquet. It's pretty, it's pretty dope, too. It's kind of like Tom Meesh, so it's kind of got some really, um, some really soulful, but still kind of, like, electronic and poppy, like, R&B vibes. Oh. Yeah, sounds great. Tight. Those that's that's my final answer, and I'm sticking to it. Perfect, absolutely. Well, if you want, oh, well, you know, thing is, I I kind of uh, was expecting y'all actually to kind of uh, say that, just because it does really feel like a collective experience. Because it's you know, like kind of know, just touching on what you said, it's kind of like you know, what, why would you watch a movie if it's just just a bunch of random clips? You know, it's like you want it to all coincide together, and uh, you know, this is definitely an album that the whole thing's an experience. It's not like you know, there's the accessible tracks and then there's just you know um the, the filler tracks and everything it's the entire experience so i totally i totally can understand that yeah. well thank you <laughs> oh yeah of course no problem uh two albums no, thank you. Two... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no no 
No, I insist. Thank you. <laughs> and two albums that I uh, honestly, uh, well, the thing is, like, there's, there have been many, but uh, I've actually been listening to her catalog a lot. I actually like this girl. Her, I know I you guys know her. Anybody asked you, Jonathan? Well, I'm, 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 I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's my damn show, so I'll do it. And, uh, so, um, Overruled. Yeah. Overruled. So there you go. Uh, I know you guys prob- probably heard of her, know her, St. Vincent. I kind of really do like this girl a lot. Awesome. Because yeah, she's okay. She's just oh, kind of sure. like, you know, she's, <laughs> no, she's, she's a treasure. She's, she's a poppy treasure. and she's also uh, very morbid too. And that's what I kind of like about her. And um, of course, you know, there's usually, there usually when it comes to albums, I revisit some and then I fall in love with ones that I didn't necessarily love in the past, but then for some reason I love them now. And one of them is the Cocktail Twins, uh, Heaven Ooh. or Las Vegas. It is undoubtedly the best dream pop album. That is released. a great album. Yes. It's an incredible record. So, you know, definitely check those out if you, if you, if you will. Check those out if you will. Um, and so, guys, I just want to know, is there going to be a sophomore? Wait, number? did you ask Evan? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think I listened to the nobody two albums. Cares. Nobody, oh, nobody you, cares. You did not, uh, Evan. You did not. Uh well, that I mean, that would otherwise be okay. It's really hard to choose. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna rattle a couple of things off the top of my head. Um, listen to "Golden Age of Apocalypse" by Thundercat pretty often nowadays. That one's on pretty constant rotation. Um, and because he's he, Thundercat is awesome, and uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking best the best i love that song it has nothing to do with the fact that i play bass absolutely nothing uh <laughs> and i can't tell if you're joking or not um uh, I, I, okay i'll admit it has something to do with that <laughs> a little little oh, tiny boy. bit um and uh fuck another one um i'm just gonna say unknown rooms by chelsea wolf because it's also played all the time in oh, my house that album is so good. and yeah it yeah just oh, those are those are two fast. things that are rattling around in my head all all the time so <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about i don't know about favorite but i can't really i can't really do that anyway so there you go those are the two <laughs> it's pointless because it'll change every time anyway it was, yeah pretty much <laughs> So, guys, I just want to know, um, is there going to be a sophomore effort for Nautilus? Possibly. I would say never say never. Like, right now, I think we're all, like, really busy. But, like, I mean, I, I'm totally open to, like, writing more music and, like, I think we've play. peaked, honestly. <laughs> we, we peaked on the one album we made. Yeah, you're right. Better play it safe. Better call it. Well, I missed the yeah, success, I, know, man. I, I'd like I guess. To. Yeah. Some point, you know, when the timing's right. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, I mean, it just got released, like, what, like a week ago, and it's already kind of gathering traction on... Well, considering we haven't promoted at all, I mean, it's, it's just even crazy that even a handful of people like it. <laughs> yeah, we have. I say if it goes platinum, we definitely do a second album. I think that's a good a good waypoint. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's a good... Maybe after test. our first 50 million. I can, yeah. I can commit to that, yeah. So, <laughs> sounds <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Give the people what they want, you know. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. you, you, you have Either it on that record. Or we all just do shrooms together again. Just... That could be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah. We could do that. <laughs> Has that happened? 
I don't think. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't need evidence. Of us. Not all. Yeah, yes, you not. guys have. I thought I've shroomed <laughs> with you too. Maybe not. You've never shroomed with me. That's insane. <laughs> because I don't shroom. For shame. Because I, because I care about my <laughs> XX no, Noah just, XX. Like those dogs with, I, I really don't like it when you smoke weed. <laughs> You're not Weird. the same. Yeah. You're not the same person when you do. Shut up, talking dogs. I know that. Uh, That's amazing. Sounds like it sounds. Well, you know what, guys? I mean, the thing is, it took Paula Abdul a year for her debut album to reach number one after when it was released. So, you know, you, it can happen, okay? And if Wait, Paula, Paula Abdul makes music? Yeah, she did. She, I thought she just fucked people. She does that too. But, you know, you can do both. Well, what was I, it like Pink Panther or something? That was what in the about video? what about Padme Lakshmi? Is she fucking? Who's that? How do you not know Padme? Actually, I think I got her name wrong. I think I called her Padme. Like, <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I was like Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not quite sure who that is. Uh, Miss Miss Lakshmi is like a celebrity chef. Oh, <laughs> of course. And she's like super hot, but I can't remember if she's Salman Rushdie's wife or not. Because mm. some important fact to know. somebody is Nosferatu. And that's it. That's the name. <laughs> He's got a wife. That's confirmed. Yeah, Nosferatu fucks too. He definitely. Does. <laughs> that guy. Fucks. Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll just feel a little rigor mortis after that. That's for sure. Honestly, dude, I bet you if we asked like fifteen girls who actually know who Nosferatu Nosferatu is. I bet you at least seven of them would say yes to the D, the, the, the Nosferatu D, guaranteed. Hey, if because you... not everybody knows Nosferatu, but those who do, those who do <laughs> fuck with Nosferatu, yep. because he fucks, he does fuck. It's not really as open as like the Gary Oldman version of the Dracula thing. But, like, you know, you know. I mean, back in the day, you know, this was the Gary Oldman rendition is easier to get behind. People were fucking, you know, all Nosferatu had to do was raise an eyebrow and you know shit was going down that night. (laughs) It's here for Nosferatu. Shout out to Nosferatu. Shout out to Nosferatu. Yeah, seriously, like Nosferatu has has gained a lot of notoriety from this. I I think he'd really be proud. I'm actually I'm very proud, too, because he's he's an icon. He really is. Yeah, yeah. underappreciated, honestly. Yeah. Oh, King, King Kong gets all the love, and Nosferatu gets like nothing. And if you compare the realism of two of those films, I mean, seriously, which one holds up today? Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, uh, I do have just uh, one final question for y'all. Could you please let our fine listeners know where they can find your music or if you have any live gigs coming up? Well, uh, we find we, music. We yes, that. we can do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we we have our Bandcamp, and it is vibrationsofnautilus.bandcamp.com. Vibrations of Nautilus. I'll repeat it again. But yeah, you can go track the album down there, and you yeah. can you can download it, and you can give us money for it, which is which is nice. After, yeah, yeah. Can, but it is free. It, it is. <laughs> It is free, so if you're a cheap bastard, you can just download it. You 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 can ostensibly. We we weren't supposed to tell them that, but uh, 
Pay money. Pay, 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 don't pay listen money. to our music. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to pay, you don't get a play. Exactly. Yeah. Metallica. Am I right? But yeah, I mean, but I mean, like you know, <laughs> go ahead, Metallica. go download it, and then if you feel so inclined, leave a couple of dollars. It helps us put gas in our iron horses and helps yeah. us helps feed us our, feed our pet lizards. You know, yeah, it helps us. Yeah, exactly. Pet mm-hmm. lizards and, and things and sorts. Yeah, and, and various. Yeah. And honestly, I, I don't really know how we're gonna do drugs if we don't make money off of this. So mm-hmm. if you care about other people getting fucked up, then you'll do your part. You and, know? and maybe yeah, more music. Do drugs for How's you. That? Yeah, <laughs> we'll videotape it. Too. It's like that spaceman <laughs> the album or whatever. The music, like music to take drugs. To, what was it? Like music to take drugs to take drugs to. Yeah, something like that. Like, <laughs> take no taking drugs to make music to take drugs to. That's what, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to do for you. <laughs> Donate to the cause. Yeah, but, because. God, you're like your philanthropic efforts are just uncanny. I'm just loving this. It's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if not that, you can also donate five dollars to Lee's Kickstarter for him sending you gumbo, because he will send you gumbo for five dollars. Yeah, I'll put oh. it right in an envelope. Send it to you. <laughs> I was not aware of this. Sounds good. Also, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a Kickstarter pretty soon to um, to help fund a camping trip with all Supreme gear. Um, because in order for us to make the most uh, effective sophomore album for you guys, we really need to be inspired by nature. And Supreme. And, and Supreme. Yeah, we're trying to get a sponsorship out of this, too. So we're, it's probably going to be, we're, we're shooting to get, like, 10 grand, you know, just to, like, pay for Supreme tents and, like, Supreme sweatsuits and, like, Supreme sleeping bags. We only accept aftermarket Supreme, by the way. No direct drop. Yeah, this has got to be, like, like, fucking, like, vintage, like... I honestly don't wear anything that's not at least two hundred dollars uh, market value. It's okay. I think all their camping gear is aftermarket, so we're my we're sock budget yeah. off the chain. I mean, let's be honest, dude. Supreme basically just raids Costco for tents, colors them red, and then slaps Supreme on them. But like, it's cool because you get to pay like five hundred dollars for one of those tents. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, and quite frankly, that's what we need to be inspired and to get the sponsorship. Like, that's really going to take this project to the next level. So, stay tuned for that Kickstarter. Mm. It has nothing to do with the next album, but yes, pay us money and for that. Tip your waitresses, please. Yes, always. They that. live off of that shit. Mm-hmm. They do. Amen. God damn it! And your bartenders, thank you. Yeah, mm, thank you, bar- Cleveland. Tip your bartender, just like that Glasgow song. Well, you need to learn how to find some inspiration in a cardboard box. I'll tell you that much. It can work. <laughs> oh man, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of very inspiring. That sounds. That sounds boxes. like some some uh, some really bourgeoisie shit coming from you, standing over there telling me to find inspiration in a cardboard box. That shit doesn't come in a cardboard box. It comes in like. <laughs> A carbon fiber <laughs> Nike shoebox. <laughs> the Supreme sticker on it. Oh my God, guys. Seriously. That is great. That is great. Well, guys, I'm going to have to, sorry, have to wrap this up for y'all, but you know, it is almost one o'clock in the morning over here on the East Coast. Uh, Bam. East Coast, All right, cool. You know, hey. East Coast, West Coast rivalry. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's quite real. It's quite real. But guys, really, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate y'all coming, and you know, this is this is great. And uh, once again, these are these are two guys from Nautilus and the producer. 
Thank you once again. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, you know, run by you. Lee, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Jonathan. Evan, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Jonathan. And Noah, thank you so much, my friend. Baba Booey, Jonathan. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, uh, so uh, this has been the uh, first episode of the Burkworthy Reviews Corner for our friends. So, you know, Burkworthy Corner friends. I appreciate y'all being here. And, of course, you know, the band, once again, is Nautilus, so definitely check them out. The album is absolutely dope. And uh, if you would like to uh, go onto my Instagram, Burkworthy underscore reviews, you can send me a message and see how you can become involved with the podcast. So, you know, definitely shoot me a message. Uh, once Slide again, into those DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, guys, thank you so much once again, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Burkworthy Reviews podcast. You guys take it easy. All right, night. Okay. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. <laughs> <Baba Bui. laughs>